0: hey guys spoilers ahead i'm laura and i'm wes and this is breakdown from couch
1: that's right this is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and we break them down scene by scene
0: so uh you can check us out on social media uh just search for breakdown from the couch on facebook twitter and instagram also check us out on age you can find our episodes there as well as shop as our sponsors that's right So, this week, uh, we're going to conclude our camping movies with one of my personal favorites, Troop Beverly Hills.
1: Yep. Uh, You ready for the synopsis? Yeah. Cool. Alright, the synopsis says, uh, I got this off at IMDB, actually. A soon-to-be-divorced Beverly Hills socialite is determined to prove to her husband and herself that she can finish what she starts out by becoming a din mother to a troop of Beverly Hills Girl Scouts.
0: Well, sounds good. Um, let's see. We I already own this movie, but you guys can find this pretty much anywhere that you get streaming. So, oh, yeah. For sure. You know. Um, but you want to uh, just hop on in?
1: Yeah. I think I'm ready. All right. For the most part, anyway.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> from the opening, we've got like a cartoon style uh, opening credits. Yeah. Where it's a bunch of, uh, you know, different scenes. um kind of ridiculous scenes of, uh, you know, these wilderness girls, um, doing different things, you know, like there's one scene where one girl's crying and she, you know, puts on a, uh, a nail and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. It was kind of, it it reminded me of, uh, something else actually from my childhood. Yeah. I'm sorry guys. There's, we have two dogs now. And they're a little rambunctious inside this room here. Yeah. So if, if y'all hear a bunch of uh,
0: heavy breathing, it's not us; it's the dogs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't get too excited.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway, we'll try to. I will. I will try to not be too distracted. I'm pretty sure I will be yeah. from time to time. But anywho, um, but yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about the cartoon opening. Yeah. yeah it reminded me a lot about a, a cartoon I used to watch when I was a kid, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. As had. Very similar style,
0: right? And well, and like I told you, it turns out that actually the uh, the um, the cartoon was done by the guy who uh, created uh, Ren and Stimpy,
1: right? So yeah, that made a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the first scene opens with um, basically they're looking for the new for a new um, uh, head leader yeah. for the Beverly Hills troop because apparently you know, like these women keep quitting. Right. And they're only down to like eight girls. Yeah. <laughs> and the, like, she's kind of Velda Plender is like, she's kind of like the head of the wilderness girl, uh, troop, like the, uh, organization, I guess. Right.
1: And she clearly does not like the Beverly Hills no. troop at all. She just wants it gone.
0: Yeah. She's, you know, she's ready for it to be gone. But, uh, One of the older ladies who... I guess she's actually ahead of Velda because she also makes the decisions.
1: Right. Yeah, she kind of seems like she's like maybe the top dog, really, basically.
0: And she basically tells them, you know, well, you know, let's give them a chance. Because there are girls that are wanting to participate. So (laughs) Exactly. It's like, let's give them a chance. So, at that point, they start looking at basically the resume of Phyllis Neffler. Yeah. Who is played by Shelley Long. And it goes back and forth between her reading what's on kind of the kind of on her resume and what's going on in Phyllis Nuffler's life. So it's kind of funny, like there's parts where it's like age says you're not applicable Yeah. My personal favorite, uh, marital status. She said shaky. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said interest was community fairs. And this is where we see Phyllis, and she's talking to her friend, and she's got her idea of community fairs as gossip.
1: Oh, okay.
0: She's talking about how, oh, you know, Dr. So-and-so, you know, is basically having an affair with, you know, so-and-so.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I didn't catch that part.
0: Um, and then... <laughs> She also says, you know, community affairs and she says, um, that she's thrifty and she's wearing yes. this expensive ass dress and it's got like faux, um, not crystal, I, I guess kind of like faux crystals or something like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, uh, sales lady says that it was, uh, 5,600, you know, was the amount of the dress. And she's like, oh, you know, it's missing a bead. And she points to, like, this random-ass spot on the dress where you can't even tell. Oh, yeah. And the lady, you know, looks, and she's like, well, she's like, I can let you have it for $5,000. And I was just like, oh, okay. And yeah, so that's she, a huge discount. Yeah, and so she's like, oh, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's funny because, yeah, it's just going back and forth where... The resume sounds good, but really it's just showing how you know exactly. materialistic she is.
1: The one thing that stuck out in my to me was when she was uh, the 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 head lady was yeah. reading off on her resume the yeah. part that said she was good with animals. Yeah, that and she then loved it the cut animals. To Shelley Long kissing this little, it was it was a. Not porcelain, I guess it was bejeweled or something. It was like some sort of...
0: Yeah, it had like jewels and stuff on it. Yeah,
1: jeweled out frog.
0: Yeah, and she's like, oh, (laughs) I'm going to kiss you, little prince, and turn you into (laughs) a handsome prince. You know, that kind of thing. I was like, okay. That one was funny. And then, you know, the the head lady is like, oh, well, you know, she's got wilderness girl written all over. And so they approve her. Yeah. And so uh, the scene after that, we see her and she's driving a really nice Rolls Royce. And, I mean, you, she's, you know, styling for sure. And she oh, yeah. pulls up to her mansion. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's kind of pinkish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But
1: with the uh, the gardeners outside, he's, he's doing lawn work.
0: Right. And he seems a
1: little goofy. Yeah. But...
0: I mean, he basically tells her, you know, oh, you know, you look fabulous and, you know, I love your hat type yeah. of thing. And she's like, oh, I love yours too. <laughs> and so, you know, she goes into the house and... She's got so many boxes and bags full of things.
1: Oh, yeah, she can't even see over them.
0: Right. And so she calls out to her maid named Rosa. Yeah. And Rosa tells her, you know, keep coming, you know, keep coming to the sound of my voice. And so Rosa then starts taking the bags and stuff from her. And Phyllis is talking about how, you know, um, that she basically bought a whole new wardrobe, you know, because she's going to be single. Oh, yeah. And she's talking about how, you know, and the best part is, is he won't even get the bill until after we're divorced. Yeah. Meanwhile, her soon-to-be ex-husband, Freddie, is standing behind and hears that. Yep. And he's like, oh, you know, live it up now because you're going to be shopping at Pick and Save, is what he tells her. And this is where they start, you know, kind of arguing, and you can see why, okay, yeah, you know, they they definitely need to get a divorce. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they... They're just arguing throughout the house. He's going upstairs to go get his
0: dumbbells, right. he says. Because he wants to know she wants to know why is he there. He's supposed to be he's supposed to be living in uh <laughs> you know, the guest house. Yeah. And she's talking about how everything north of the lawn jockey is mine. And <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> so you know, they start going up the stairs and they're bickering the entire time. And yeah. it's mostly about Gosh, um Pippi. It's mostly about how, yeah, all she ever did was just spend his money. He would make the money and she'd spend it. Right. And um, it gets to the point after, you know, he goes upstairs to get the dumbbell and we're introduced to their daughter, Hannah, who's on the balance beam. Right. And they're they're kind of like, you know... Um, she, you know, it's kind of like, well, why don't you guys just, like, kiss and make up? You know, that way I don't have to go to therapy like my friend.
1: <laughs> Little does she know she's going to need it anyways. Right? Believe <laughs> <Well>, <laughs>
0: me, I, nobody gets out of this life on stage. <laughs> Everybody, I think, needs therapy at some point. <laughs> anyway, he's explaining, like, you know, you'll be a lot more, you'll be a lot more well-balanced if you have parents who are happily divorced versus unhappily married. Yeah. And phyllis makes a crack you know oh you know thanks phil donahue and you know he's like oh i saw it on oprah and this is when hannah you know reminds her mom you know hey you know um we've got you know you've got that wilderness girls meeting you know you're still gonna go do it right and
1: right she's like
0: oh you know yeah definitely you know i'll definitely do it so yeah when freddie finds out After, you know, Hannah says, oh, yeah, mom's going to be our new, you know, troop leader. He lets out this laugh.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he can't believe it. (laughs) No. Because she just doesn't stick to anything. She doesn't follow through.
0: Well, and that's what he says. He's like, well, you know, you don't have any skills, first of all, and you hate the outdoors. Yeah. And then that's whenever he points out, like, you know, yeah, you never finish anything that you start. Yeah. And I love it because at first she's like, well, what about the PTA? He's like, yeah, you quit. To save the whales. Yeah. And then she's (laughs) like, well, she, you know, and he, he was asking, you know, well, what, what about after save the world? And then she's like, well, I thought hands across the Amer- America was more important. And he's talking about how he rested his case. Yeah. And, um, you know, at that point they're in, you know, their bedroom and, you know, cause he's there to get some more of his clothes and things. Oh yeah. And they, you know, they're arguing back and forth and, um, the, the maid that was in there starts crying when she hears him arguing and she's like you know i don't want you guys to split up and then she runs off and he gets upset because he's like you know she's gonna help me pack and phyllis asks like you know is there another woman and he basically you know he says that yes but that he you know is saying that um you know basically it it used to be you right you know and I you know I always thought you were so creative and I couldn't wait to see what you were going to do with it and that's whenever he says now I know what you did with it you know you went shopping (laughs) and so they you know she's like oh I went you know shopping to furnish your house and all this other stuff and she's like oh you think I changed she's like how about you and this is where she finds you know we find out Like, she says, you know, oh, I coupon-clipped your way through law school.
1: Right, so he could be, like, a hotshot lawyer or something. Yeah, so he could be a
0: lawyer. And instead, he became what is called Neffler the Muffler Man. (laughs) And, like, he said, and he's got a point, he's like, well, those commercials were your idea. And then he said, and I don't, you know, it didn't seem like you minded spending, you know, the Neffler, you know, the Muffler Man's money.
1: Which I do have to say it seems like he's doing very well for a muffler shop owner right I mean I'm sure you make you you can do okay when you're owning like maybe an independent shop of some sort right well I can't see you owning a gigantic mansion staffed with servants
0: right and
1: you having a private bungalow at the Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. Hotel on just one muffler shop it must be like a yeah. Maybe a statewide chain of some sort. Right.
0: Because that's what we were trying to figure out is like, OK, it's got to be a chain or something. Yeah. It can't be just like one shop. No. Because. Well, anyway, so, you know.
1: <laughs> a little segue there. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs>
0: but yeah, you know, at this point, you know, he's like he's yelling at her saying, you know, that's because you never do anything. Yeah. And she's like, well, I guess I'm going to do something now. She's like, I'll help you pack. And she takes the box of... Oh, yeah, I like this part. It's got Avion, and it's got his clothes, and she dumps it out, and the gardener is down there, you know, with the leaf blower or whatever. Doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't miss a beat. He's just, like I said to you, it's like, I feel like... Yeah. This has probably happened before. Yeah, it's
1: probably a common occurrence, and yeah. he's just used to it at this point. Yeah,
0: at this point. So, he, you see him, and he's blowing the clothes around like it's nothing, <laughs> and... Um, we're sort of introduced, uh, the next scene, we're kind of introduced to, uh, start getting introduced to the other girls.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's the meeting day. Yeah. When they're their first meeting and to discuss right the uniforms and whatnot. Yeah.
0: And so we're introduced, you know, we see this guy and this, uh, you know, his daughter or whatever and of course a nice car and he's talking about how, you know, he's got a lift, a boob job and all this other <laughs> stuff that he has to do. Yeah. And the daughter's talking about how she doesn't really want to go to this meeting. And, you know, he is basically bribing her for this meeting. And at first she wants 50 bucks. And they're going back and forth on the price. Yeah. And they finally settle on 40. Jeez. I know. (laughs) And, you know, she's like, I guess I'll suffer through it. Gosh. And um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, The next scene they show Phyllis in this hideous dress. I don't even yeah. I, like what the hell it she was looks like, like a
1: tea post or something. Yes, in that thing.
0: it's like it's like this big, <laughs> huge um, skirt. Yeah, that has it's like bent funny. I don't even know. It almost looked like it was made out of like foam.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't where know. It what, was
0: bent weird.
1: Yeah, it's hard to describe. Yeah, you kind I'll, of have to watch the movie, and hopefully, you guys already have at this point.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll. See if I can post some pictures like yeah. on Instagram, like That's different. A good idea. Yeah, some different pictures of like some of the costumes that they had her wearing and, and stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, um, they're showing kind of this setup, and she's like, Oh, do you think it's too much? And you know, is the caviar too much? Like, yeah, they got all kinds of shit oh, all it's over, way these over the top. Yeah. And so the first girl actually shows up, and her name is Chica. And yes. she has, Ugh. like, no personality whatsoever. Oh, she seems
1: like a stuck-up <laughs> oh, little... Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: She's got... You know, she's in, like, some equestrian clothes, some riding yeah. clothes. So um, Phyllis goes over there, and she's like, Oh, hi, Chica, you know, good to see you, you know. Um, the last time I saw you, you know, when Fergie was in town, which, uh, you know, like, name-dropping. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And she just kind of <laughs> walks past Phyllis, and I love it because Phyllis is like... You know, oh, what a lovely child, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't have much of a personality. Though, no, no, like the not whole at all. Movie. Um, and then the next scene, one of the girls, um, uh, the car stops and she's like, you know, well, why are we stopping? Cause the park is like a block up.
1: That's right. And this is where yeah. we're,
0: we're introduced to Emily. And we find out her dad is an out-of-work actor. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's like, you know, because he's like, oh, I've got, you know, an appointment. You know, I'm going to be late. And, you know, oh, that's the actor's life. Busy, busy. And she's like, oh, you know, you're going down to file for unemployment, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is where she she's like, oh, you know, I need $10 for dues or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, I forgot my wallet. You know, just tell him that you'll pay it next time. And, you know, he's like, you know, I'll, I'll get something soon yeah. kind of thing. Um, and the money will, you know, throughout the movie, it kind of comes up like later. Oh, yeah. It becomes then, an issue for yeah, sure later on. For her, you know, later. Um, I'm trying to remember. I believe the next girl.
1: I think these are the uh, the, the dictators, actually.
0: Oh, is it? So, yeah, she, uh, you see like the stretch limo and the music is kind of sinister sounding. And, uh, you know, lo- the girl gets out of the car and yeah. I love it because Phyllis walks over there. She's like, hello, you know, Mr. Dictator, Miss Dictator. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's lovely to see you. And, and they, they just shut the window as the and, window's
1: rolling back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then uh, the next girl, I believe, is Tessa.
1: Is she um, the girl with the, uh, the dad who's the, the film director? director? Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the next scene, um, they're talking about, it's, uh, this, these two guys and the daughter and, um, the, the dad is talking about how, oh, you know, we need to redo the, you know, this whole shot. Yeah. And the other guy is trying to explain that, you know, between, you know, Redford you know, you're te- over $10 million on budget, you know, and you blew up all the hol- helicopters yesterday.
1: Right. So basically, it ain't going to happen. But yeah. We and, gotta...
0: and even the daughter is saying that. She's yeah. like, you know, it's, it can't happen, Dad. Yeah. And he's, you know, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> Tess is the one who talks openly about being in therapy. Yeah. And stuff. So uh, let's see. The next girl. I believe was Jasmine.
1: She, the boxing champ's daughter. Yes. Okay.
0: So they get stopped, and you know, by a police officer, and you know, the cop, you know, pulled them over for speeding, and this girl, she's got her attitude to me as oh, ridiculous. very much,
1: and it's it's.
0: It's just, she's, she can be pretty disrespectful.
1: And it's gotta be that way because the parents must be just so self-absorbed in their own know. life that they just need to even bother raising her or something. M- maybe. Like all these other children. Yeah. Most of them anyway. Some of them seem... Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, but most of the other kids, their parents are just so distant. And right. Removed from their lives. They just...
0: But, but Jasmine pulls a whole... Oh, you know, this is the man who put yes. the space between so and so's teeth. You know, the man that <laughs> knocked the block off so and so's head.
1: He's the best.
0: He's my dad, James the Jackhammer Shaka.
1: <laughs> yes. Now,
0: Daddy, shake the man's hand and let's be on our way.
1: <laughs> yes. It's pretty and of much course, how you know. So,
0: yeah, the dad shakes, you know, the cop's yeah. hand. And the, guy, the cop asks for his autograph, and he's right. like, uh, not on that thing. Meaning, right, because
1: he's got the ticket book in <laughs> yeah. his hands. I ain't going to sign that yeah, thing. Yeah, no. You're just going to fill it out after I go. Give me a blank piece of paper, right. basically.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then we're followed up with, um, I think this is the last girl. <laughs> um, finally, um, oh, yes. we've got um, this, you know, the woman pulls up in like a, I guess it's a Ferrari
1: yeah, I didn't pay attention what kind of vehicle it was.
0: But she pulls but, up and she starts speaking into a tape recorder. Turns out she's like a trashy romance novelist, yeah, I guess. Yeah, she, I think she's supposed to be almost like a Jackie Collins
1: type writer. Yeah, writing writer. like romance erotic novels and she's And she's talking
0: about, you know, in front of her daughter.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very inappropriate.
0: About, you know, basically the guy's member. Is, <laughs> and the, and the daughter, daughter comes
1: up with the line, too. Yeah.
0: She's like, oh, felt his manhood rising to a frenzy.
1: Jeez. And then the,
0: the mom changed it to, you know, felt felt his manhood uh, rising to a pulsating frenzy or yes. something along those lines.
1: Yeah, she just added an extra. Um,
0: yeah, uh, a word. Yeah, an pretty extra much. word to it. And we find out the, <laughs> that the girl, she's looking for a more normal life because I guess she also is on television and yes. so she's, you know, talking about how she wants more normal life. You know, she wants to do more normal type things that other kids are doing. Yeah. And I love it because uh, her mom is talking about how, you know, with Phyllis behind it, she's like, I doubt it'll be normal, <laughs> is what she basically says. Yeah, it won't be. No. Um, so now they're, everybody's at the meeting mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she introduces herself. And one of the first things that, uh, one of the girls, Chica, the girl that doesn't really have a personality, she yeah. basically says, you know, she's just going to get bored with us and she'll quit, you know, cause that's what all of the other women have done. Yeah. And she, uh, Phyllis is like, I might be new, but you know, aren't you guys supposed to be wearing uniforms? And this is where they're all like, oh, uniforms are gross. They're yeah. sick. Um, and they're like, besides nobody had enough time to take us to the store. Right. And so. This is when Phyllis is all like, well, I may be a beginner at some things, but I've got, you know, a black belt in shopping. (laughs) And so they go to, um, they go to the uh, uniform place Mm -hmm. and, um... I love it, because the, the lady is asking her, like, so what size do you need? Yeah. And she's like, well, she's like, I'm a French six, which I have no idea even what the hell that means. I don't
1: know, but the lady's, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, basically calling her out. was like, look, if you're really wanting these uniforms for real purpose, yeah. or are you just wanting them for a masquerade party? Right.
0: It's like, you know, yeah, we're, we're not selling the shit for masquerade parties. Exactly. That's what she said. Exactly. So, anyway, so you see Phyllis, and she comes out, you know, in the uniform, and it is pretty Ugly. I mean, oh yeah. So she, you know, but she's trying to talk herself up, like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. And the the girls are like, oh yeah, it's it's not bad. <laughs> um, she, but then she's like, but the color's all wrong and the cut's all wrong. You know, looks <laughs> like it's from hell. And then she's like, but all of that can be fixed. And then. You see her, and she's, you know, got the uniform, and she's taking it to, I guess he's, like, a designer I or something. I guess so. Tailor. It must be somebody
1: she knows. Yeah,
0: and she's like, oh, and I love his response, because he's like, my God, darling, what is that? I mean, he does not even want to touch it. Like, yeah. you'd think that she handed him, like, a dirty diaper. Yeah, he will not even
1: touch the hanger. He just yeah. grabs the hanger with, like, a handkerchief yeah. he had in his suit pocket. And she's
0: like, oh, you know, can you please, you know, do something with this? Yeah. And he's, you know, like, uh
1: so basically I'll try. Yeah. It's like,
0: you know, good luck or whatever. Um, so now we've got, uh, we've got like the big meeting with her and all of the other, um, all of the other troop leaders. Yeah, from, that uh,
1: Velda lady is, yeah. is I kind of call it the Gestapo meeting. Pretty much. She's, she's running it like a, yeah. Cause she <laughs>
0: even, she puts on this whole thing. Uh, you know, she introduces herself, you know, that she was, You know, that she was a nurse and that she was in the army, all this other stuff. And then she basically says, you know, if you're here to bake cuppy cakes with the kids, you know, you can leave now because we're looking for real (laughs) women, you know, that, you know, will... (laughs) get the job done kind of thing and right actually two of the women got up and left oh yeah as soon as velda started the whole oh you know if you think you're just gonna you know bake cuppy cakes then you can leave now so yeah, two of them have to yeah <laughs> and this is where we see phyllis now looking fabulous from whatever that guy yeah, did
1: put like green yeah uh
0: it kind of made it into like a cape called. type thing
1: yeah he put a cape on it and then he put these green um Stripes on the mm-hmm. on the main part of the uniform gave her a c- kind of highlighted some yeah areas.
0: Like I said, I'll try and post the pictures, you know. But <laughs> gave her a cool looking cap, yeah. and she comes in smoking a cigarette, and it's like one of those almost Cruella De looking cigarettes, yeah. where it's like she can't just smoke a regular cigarette; it's got to be like one of those apparatus things that you stick the cigarette in yeah. and light it.
1: Ladies used to use you loot, le- yeah. They used to use them back in the day because it was considered unladylike, unfeminine to smoke a cigarette by just holding the cigarette like normal. It was considered more ladylike to have it in one of those holders and smoke it like that.
0: But anyway, which... Is hilarious because I realized okay, so it was 1989 when this movie came out. Yeah. The thing of it is, is aside from restaurants like in smoking sections, oh, I really yeah. don't recall where you could just like light up a cigarette anywhere you wanted. to. No,
1: that kind of almost looked like a, uh, a school gymnasium. Yeah, yeah, where, where
0: they, they were, were having this meeting. Yeah,
1: so for sure that that would have been a big no-no.
0: Yeah. Um, and so you know, Velda, she, she walks in and she's like, oh, hi, you know, and she's interrupting the meeting, Yeah. you know, because Velda's taking this, you know, very seriously. <laughs> a
1: little too serious. Yeah, well,
0: and she comes stumbling in, you know, and um, she finally sits down and, um, oh, let's see here. She, you know, at some point she interrupts Velda.
1: Right, she's got a question.
0: Yeah, because she's talking about how the girl's. Uh, have to earn patches and sell cookies that's right is what she says that's right yeah and you have to do a certain amount so that you can compete in this annual jamboree type thing and so phyllis raises her hand but she does it like with her fingers
1: kind of like waving waving. yeah like
0: this to try and get her attention like
1: are you trying to dry your nails or you're gonna ask me a question
0: yeah and then <laughs> Phyllis is like, huh, "Oh, they're fine, you know." <laughs> and so you know, Velda's like, "You know, yes." And she, Phyllis is like, "You know, when it, you know the cookie thing, like that's really cute and all, but what if we had like a telethon, yeah. type of thing to sell cookies?" And she's talking about how you know, Merv or, you know, so-and-so right, could name host it. Right, dropping again. And that's what pissed off Velda because she's just like, who are you? Yeah. And so finally, you know, Phyllis is like, oh, I'm Phyllis Neffler from True Beverly Hills and she salutes her. Yeah. And I love it because Velda's like, oh shit, she's like, I should have known. <laughs> yeah,
1: that figures. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, So the next scene, uh, it's, they're back at, at uh, Phyllis's mansion. Yep. And, um, uh, Hannah is sleeping on Phyllis' bed and uh, they're, you know, watching TV and the, the Neffler, the muffler man commercial comes on. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and it's cheesy as hell.
1: Oh, for sure. Craig it's... T. Nelson's in, mm-hmm. in that muffler get up. And... Yeah,
0: and he's singing, do you know the muffler <laughs> man, the muffler man? <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was.
0: And he's just doing, you know, they're, they're showing the commercial and he's doing his whole spiel. Yep. And you know, you can, she still, of course, you know, loves them and everything. And.
1: Oh yeah. She's she, still got feelings. Oh, and stuff. for sure.
0: And, but anyway, she hears something outside of the house and she goes to look. I love it. Cause anytime this woman shows up, they always play this sexy music. Right. And, you know, it's like cheesy music and she looks out and there's a woman, um, who's going towards the guest house, which is where Freddie is currently yeah. living. And so she wakes Hannah up and she's like, Hey, there's, you know, the woman, there's a woman going into the guest house. I love it. Cause Hannah is like, you know, um, uh, let's see, dark hair, long legs, big boobs. And I love it cause <laughs> Phyllis is like, you know, stringy hair. Uh,
1: skinny legs, legs,
0: silicone boobs, but (laughs) yes. And then, you know, Hannah's like, oh, don't worry, Mom. You know, that's just Lisa. She's helping Dad find a condo. Yeah. And like Phyllis says, she's like, at midnight, she's like, that must be a really hot listing. (laughs) And Hannah's like, you know, Mom, can we spy on Dad tomorrow? And she's all trying to tell her, oh, I'm not spying. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you see her, and she's...
1: She's literally she's, spying. Yeah,
0: she's on like the second balcony and she's got her, you know, um, uh, binoculars. Yeah. And she's, you know, staring and she's trying to get closer. And, you know, the, uh, let's see, Lisa and, um, Freddie come out and stuff and she actually falls over the balcony. Yeah.
1: And she falls in like a little garden area.
0: Yeah. And you see her, oh (laughs) shit. And I love it because Freddie doesn't miss a beat. He's like, oh, hi Phyllis. Yeah. You know. (laughs) And she, he's talking to Lisa, like, oh, she's fine. Oh, yeah, know. she's
1: fine. Don't worry about her. Yeah,
0: you know. Like, and, she might be
1: fine. How do you know that? Right? I mean, it was a pretty
0: good fall. <laughs> it was pretty She could have broken her, like, leg or like something. Like a good you never 8, know. 10 feet, maybe. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. So, the next scene, you know, it's time, y'all. We're going we're gonna to do some camping. Yeah. So... <laughs> I love it. So she comes out, she's got all this luggage. Oh yeah,
1: she's got she's getting her 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 jacket. Put yeah, on. her it's fur, like a fur jacket. jacket. Yes.
0: Which it looked freaking hot. Why are you wearing a fur jacket for? Right. So she's, you know, yeah, she's got the jacket and uh she's you daughter know, the daughter's like mom she's like i think we'll be okay because we're only going to be gone for overnight
1: yeah you know but it's she's got a short like trip. exactly yeah,
0: she's got like six bags <laughs> and phyllis is like in the wilderness of life you can never be too prepared is Ugh. what she says and she's like well girls are you ready to rough it and they show all the girls are standing by yes. you know like Two or three stretch limos. All
1: of, yes, all of them in limos. And And there's a big party van. Not party van, I'm sorry. A big moving type van. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, you see afterwards, they show up at the campsite. And yeah, the freaking uh, party van had set up all these like fancy tents.
1: (laughs) They went glamping. They did, pretty much.
0: (laughs) And so they show... um, She's, you know, laying there smoking a cigarette, you know, almost looking like she's trying to get a tan.
1: Bunch of girls reading magazines. Yeah,
0: and like they said, like, this is so boring.
1: One of my favorite ones was... um, There was a girl... And I think she was the dictator's daughter. Oh, yeah. She was reading A Soldier of Fortune magazine. Nice. And then there was another girl reading, you pointed it out, Mad Magazine. Yeah,
0: one of the girls was reading Mad Magazine, and I noticed that it was um, the cartoon version um, from Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. You could see it was supposed to be like the, yeah, Tom Selleck, Steve Guttenberg, and um, uh, Ted Danson right and stuff as yeah like the madman or the madman yeah uh, cartoon type of thing right so anyway so they were like well you know this is boring like let's go tell her you right. know like what what else are we supposed to do so they go over there and you know phyllis is like oh are you guys having fun and she you know taps out some ash and it almost started a fire yeah and um Tessa Uh, you know it's like oh you know we're above the fire line and they're all like oh and you shouldn't be smoking it's bad for you blah blah (laughs) blah and the dictator's daughter Lily is like Smokey the Bear says only you can prevent forest fires and Phyllis is like well Smokey the Bear isn't going through a terribly messy divorce (laughs) 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 and then they show them you know it's nighttime they're all around a campfire and you see her and she stuck I I guess it's is straw- strawberry.
1: Yeah. But it was chocolate fondue. Right. Mm.
0: Fondue. Yes. So yeah, so now they're uh they're uh doing um they're at a camp they're doing a campfire and uh She's like yeah. all excited. She's like, you know, well, uh, fondue el fresco. I mean, all she <laughs> did was put a freaking strawberry into, you know, some melted chocolate, but she's yeah. all excited. She's like, Sounds next, good. yeah, she's like, next we're going to do espressos. I oh mean, yeah. She's and all the super, girls are excited. Yeah. And it, like I told you, it's so funny. Cause really all I had to do was, you know, fry some hot, you know, do some hot dogs over the fire, make some s'mores And I would have been fine. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so as soon as she's like, oh, you know, next we're going to make espressos. It immediately starts downpouring. And so all the girls take off, you know, screaming for the tents. And uh, Phyllis, you know, goes to grab the fondue. But she ends up tripping in her heels. Oh, yeah. She's and, wearing high
1: heels for right. Pete's sake. Yeah. Jeez. It's also, it's outdoors. Come on now.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so, she ends up uh, slipping in the mud. Yep. And, you know, she has the fondue. She's cr- literally crawling. And she's got the fondue pot in her mouth. Yeah. Carrying which it it's like ruined that. by now. Yeah, it's already Any ruined. Any little
1: bit of water gets right. in that it's 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 no good, you know. Just leave it.
0: And it was just this whole like scene of, you know, yeah, so she you know gets muddy obviously. And you know, the other girls once she gets into the uh into the uh tent, yeah. the other girls is like, "Can we just quit now?" And I <laughs> them um, she, Yeah, she's like <laughs> Not until we sing "Kumbaya," which yes. is like, what the hell?
1: I don't know. She's got some sort of obsession with that little camp she song. She does.
0: She does. <laughs> and so, you know, the girls start to sing, and this is where we see the limos, and they're all they're taken to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yes. And so Phyllis, you know, calls to leave a message for Velda. And she's talking about how, you know, well, her recommendation of where to stay was totally not, you know, (laughs) was not good enough. And she's like, because there were no outlets and there was dirt and bugs and it rains (laughs) there. And it rains
1: there. (laughs) It's like,
0: Like yeah. Like there's certain
1: geographic locations on Earth where it would rain. Right. Only there. Only there. Nowhere else. (laughs)
0: And so she's like, anyway, you know, we found a place that's much more us. You know, and if the parents call, tell them we're at the Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs> and so, uh, the next scene, we've got freaking, um, you know, rich, rich girl, rich horror white girl, stories. scary stories. Exactly. Yeah. So um, she tells them this scary story about, um, you know, going to, you know, you, you kind of have to hear it or whatever. Yeah. But it's basically, you know, that she, you know, saw this stylist that wasn't her normal stylist. And, you know, he was talking about, you know, I'll, you know, straighten your hair and I'll give it a body wave. And anyway, by the end of the, the story, she's like, and then I saw it. She's like, he permed me. And, <laughs> and all they all the All scream and stuff. <laughs> and, um, after that, you know, all the girls have fallen asleep, you know, all over this hotel room. Yep. And she's You know, being kind of motherly, you know. She, you know, takes the sunglasses off of one girl. She, you know, covers another girl up with a blanket. And just, you know, it's showing, like, she is a very caring person. Right,
1: she may not be very good at this wilderness camping thing. But she's, yeah, she cares about them.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, the next morning, we see... (laughs) Which... I love, I love how this movie has, it's got like so many random cameos oh, by yeah. different um, celebrities.
1: Yeah, I didn't catch who these two people were if you right. hadn't told me.
0: Yeah, so the the first uh, set of cameo, we see Annette Finicello <laughs> and she's singing, uh, you know, this song and, you know, the guy's like, hey, Annette, wait up, huh? <laughs> yeah. Because Velda has shown up with uh, Annie Herman, who's kind of her second-in-command or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, because, of course, they got their message, uh, the message from Phyllis that they were there. Yeah. And uh, the next scene, you know, some of the girls are playing poker. Yeah, with, with this... hot
1: dogs and um, uh, marshmallows. Yeah. With some, like, bell... Not bellhop, but he's in a hosp... hotel. Yeah. He's a he hotel staff the hotel. Guy.
0: And they're, you know, yeah, playing uh, poker. And, you know, the one girl, you know, I'll raise you two wieners. And he's telling her, you know, oh, you're bluffing. Yeah. And she's like, wilderness girls don't bluff.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a
0: knock at the door and Velda comes in. Yeah. And immediately, which is to me the right response. Cause oh, she yeah, for sure. Because she sees the guy and she's like, oh, no. She's like, you're out of here. And she yeah. takes him and basically throws him out.
1: Some random dude laying on the floor yeah. with a room full of girls.
0: Yeah, no. Playing poker with them. Like, not I cool. don't know. Yeah. And so she asks like, you know, I love it, she's like, Where's your lead? you know, yeah. where's your troop leader? Yeah. And the one the the dictators Yeah. The dictator's daughter's like, You can torture me all you want, but I'll never talk. <laughs> which is like, Okay, you're being a little yeah. too dramatic there. But like, come
1: down there. Yeah. It's all right.
0: So yeah. So uh Phyllis comes out of the uh out of the bedroom.
1: Right. And she's,
0: you know, offering, you know, coffee and croissants and stuff and
1: Yeah
0: you know, she, uh, is like, you know, basically you've destroyed like my meetings, you know, and you're, you know, it's basically a mockery. Right. She's, you know? she's
1: just, yeah. Still not the fan.
0: Yeah. No, not at all.
1: The BH troop. Yeah. Beverly Hills.
0: And she, which I disagree with because she tears this, you know, she, It's one thing if you want to tear Phyllis down because she's an adult. I mean, it's still shitty. That's right. But this is where she basically, you know, says that the troop, you know, should have been disbanded a long time ago. And then, you know, kind of like that they're worthless. Oh, yeah. Right in front of all of them. In front of all of those girls. It's like, that's messed up, man. And so, you know, the the girls are kind of saying, you know, well, it's like, I guess it was fun while it lasted, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And she, you know, is like, Well, she's like, I'm still going to the troop meeting, is what Phyllis tells the girls. Right. And so, um, we see, I believe the next scene, we see um, Hannah's dad, Freddie. Oh, that's right.
1: And he's taking her to a ball game.
0: Taking Lisa to the ball game. When he should be taking
1: the daughter to the ball game.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, she, you know, Phyllis is kind of, she's doing her best not to talk bad about Freddie. (laughs) <laughs> you know but yeah
1: kind of she still does
0: she does but
1: I guess she tries
0: she tries and so I believe like the next big scene is at that wilderness craft thing
1: yeah that's just kind of a really short scene yeah I guess it's just to kind of show the deterioration of their of relationship their and stuff like yeah. that but they're um, like a convention is like it's, a convention of what is that? it's supposed to be
0: almost like a, a so-called craft. It's supposed to be like a wilderness craft fair, I think is what oh, they said. Oh, okay. And so uh, Phyllis is walking around and she sees uh, the Red Feathers, who that's Velda's group and her daughter is uh, in the Red Feathers group.
1: Yeah. And not going to lie, it took me a little while for some reason to <laughs> catch on to that. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so... Um, uh, <laughs> Let's see, Phyllis is is asking, oh, well, you know, where can you buy the, uh, she wants to know where can you right. buy the um Buy patches. the patches, yeah. And they're like, well, you don't buy them, you, you know, have to earn them. Yeah. And she's like, oh, right, like jewelry.
1: <laughs> and so Velda. Not quite.
0: Yeah, and so Velda sees them, and she's like, damn, she's like, I thought she'd quit. <laughs> and so uh, we see what their wilderness craft is. Which I actually thought was pretty damn cool.
1: It is. It's ex- it's pretty ingenious I mean, actually.
0: So they had um, they had one of the girls wearing it's a backpack, but whenever you lift this flap and there's like a tab type thing that you pull, right? And this outfit pops out. Yeah, it's like so, multiple hangers or something yeah. on this
1: pole that'll swing out of the backpack, mm-hmm. and they just kind of present themselves. Yeah, pretty neat.
0: And they were talking about you know. I, you know, voila! Well, uh, you know, just cause you're out in the wilderness, there's no excuse to not look, you know, nice or whatever. Right. And everybody starts laughing at them for this craft.
1: Really? I thought it was cool. I thought cool. it was
0: cool. Yeah. Even the adults. Right. Like there were, there were,
1: they were there were parents leaders. with the other, pa- the children. Yeah.
0: And other troop leaders there too. Yeah.
1: And they're all laughing at them. Yeah. Which again is.
0: Is messed up.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, why are you laughing at kids for? That's not <laughs> yeah. cool.
1: It's a Dr. Phil woman right there. Right? What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and so now we've got Velda uh, talking to Annie, who Annie is very, she's very mild and soft spoken. Yeah. And Velda is, you know, talking about how she basically wants Annie to go undercover Mm. and get all this dirt, as much dirt as she can on Phyllis and this troop.
1: Oh, that's right. That's and, right. Yeah. She, like, carves out this book so she can hide a small well, camera in and stuff, don't real she? Real quick,
0: though. There's a phone call first. Oh, Annie calls to mind. offer her services as an assistant troop leader. That's right. And at first... Um, she's like, Well, Velda was what I was wondering. <laughs> she, because immediately Velda was like, No, yeah, like, you know, Ixney, Ixney. Yeah. And so she, you know, so yeah, um, Phyllis, of course, takes her up on that offer, yeah, of oh, you know, I could really use the help. You know, the parents are so self involved, and I love it because she's like, Right in oh, that shit, moment, I broke a nail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I'll see, I'll see you, you know, later in the week or whatever. Yes, it's and not just
1: the parents, no,
0: it's you too. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Annie's like, oh, she bought it. And so that's whenever Velda takes a knife out and she carves out, like, these pages in the Wilderness Girls' that's handbook. That's right, yeah. And she sticks, like, this camera in there so that all Annie has to do is hold it up and press the button and it'll take the pictures. Right. And so, um, you know, and then she also kind of... Um, She basically rigs it, so, not that she's wired, but she adds, like, almost a microphone, I guess, or something to...
1: No, I guess she is, because she was taping a tape recorder to her... Oh, that's right. She lifted her shirt up and was taping a tape recorder around her belly. Yeah. And then, I guess, a little microphone was wired into that. Right. Sort of a makeshift wire, I guess. Yeah. Because it didn't look very discreet. No, that's (laughs) true. It was a little on the bulky side. Yeah,
0: that's true. So, um, after that, we've got, uh... Phyllis is in the kitchen, and she was trying to open up a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. And she was watching Jane Fonda, and it was weird because before they showed her, she's making all these, like, weird noises and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Makes you
1: think she's going along with the music. Not yeah. music video. I'm sorry. The exercise video. Yeah.
0: But no, she was just trying to open up this mayonnaise, and she... <laughs> can't get it open so she walks over and has freddie open it and she's just like oh thanks you know and she walks <laughs> off and he's just like okay
1: that was odd <laughs> yeah
0: um and so now we've got uh annie uh has now joined the troop yep and you know she's phyllis is introducing her to the, you know to the girls and they're like you know does anybody have you know any feelings thoughts that kind of stuff and you know one of the girls is basically like yeah you know this troop sucks
1: yeah they're kind of bummed out because yeah. now they realize everyone's just making they're just fun laughing of them, them. Yeah. yeah
0: and they were just going around talking about how you know yeah we're you know losers and weirdos and yeah. um you know finally gets to her daughter and she's like you know I hate to say it mom but it's kind of true
1: yeah they don't they've also they've realized everybody else has got patches
0: right everybody they, they has they don't have a
1: single one yet
0: right and this is when phyllis is like you know, well, we're not, you know, crackerjack wilderness girls yet, but, you know, we can make up our own patches and Annie's like, excuse me? And she. I like this part. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we're getting to the, the point, you know, where, um, yeah, literally Phyllis makes up this yeah. shit. Like...
1: I've got it noted <laughs> as patches all the wrong ways. Yeah. But it works. It works.
0: <laughs> so I'm trying to think here. Uh,
1: one of them is a, a jewelry appraising patch that well, she...
0: first, there's a... Which I don't even know how... I think this was supposed to be, like, a legit patch because it didn't look like... Yeah, a couple like,
1: of them were legitimate. Some which, of them were made up.
0: Like, one of them was, like, a grooming patch, which I have no idea yeah. what that is. Her idea was to take them all for Manny's petties and, like, <laughs> hair styles yeah. and all this other stuff. And <laughs> so that was one patch. Uh, let's see, another patch, like you said, was a jewel appraisal patch. I think that was
1: one of the made up ones. That was
0: a made up one. And they showed, uh, Tiffany, who's the girl that does all the bribing and stuff yeah. from her dad is like looking at it. And it's like, Oh, you know, this is an interesting cut. She's like, I guess this is about 80, you know, 85 grand or whatever. Yeah. And the, the real appraiser guy is like, Oh, that's amazing and stuff. So I guess she knew her shit. I don't yeah. know. So that was another, let's see, that was another made up one. Uh, There was a dance, there was like one of the legitimate ones was a dance uh, patch.
1: Dancing was one of them.
0: And uh, they showed, she was basically teaching the girls different dances. Yeah,
1: just goofy dances from music, old music.
0: Right. Like there was like the Frug, there was the Freddy. Yeah, the Freddy was one. She's like, you know it's so ironic or whatever and it's just it was just this like crazy dance yeah um the next was the cpr patch which that one was a legitimate one but
1: legitimate only in patch form not how cpr is taught
0: yeah so they go you know they they go to like learn cpr and you've got officer bill yes And he asked for a volunteer. Well, all the girls are all like, "Oh, me, me!" And he's like, "No, you know, I'll take you." Which he Phyllis. Right. So he has Phyllis lay down
1: with your mouth open. With
0: your mouth open, and I love it (laughs) because she says, "Last time I did this, I got more than a patch for it," which is like, ew. Yeah, that's
1: a little more info than the girls behind you need to know. Yeah,
0: no kidding. (laughs) And he actually sprays, you know, yeah, like
1: Banaka. Yeah. And And she's like, oh, thanks
0: so much. And the girls are looking, and they're like, ugh. Yeah. And you can actually see Annie taking a picture of that.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Throughout this whole thing, this whole montage where they're doing this, she's taking pictures of all the evidence. And she's, well, the book's not discreet anyway. She holds the book up sideways with the the With camera the fading spine, out but you know
0: yeah and stuff so
1: um <laughs> it's just funny
0: i believe the next one is when they're at the old folks home
1: yes um i think that one was like uh uh giving back to the elderly or something yeah. like that
0: so i mean a couple of these like were like legit yeah. you know type patches I mean, some of the ways that she did it was not, but this one, you know, they, they go to an old folks home and you see some of the girls that are like, they're playing badminton with some of the older people. And then uh, (laughs) you see like this old couple, you know, and they're like, Oh, would you like some magazines? And the, the guy's like, I don't want to read new woman. And there's, you know, they offer him Cosmo. He's like, I hate Cosmo. They're like, well, how about this one? And it's a a penthouse. Yeah. And he goes and he lifts it open to kind of like where the centerfold is, and right. the girls see it and they turn away, and the old lady next to him just smacks him, <laughs>
1: takes it from him, yeah. <laughs>
0: and so they're showing the the old people, and they're they're doing the Freddy dance, yeah, which, like, it's basically you just move your your arms and like legs kind of like up and out, I yeah. guess. It and looks real goofy. It does. It's goofy, and uh, you know all the old people are getting into it they're loving it and there's a little old lady (laughs) I love this part yeah who the I guess her chair wasn't secure yeah she she goes goes rolling on the hill
1: exactly doing the Freddy still yeah
0: doing the Freddy still having a blast and so Phyllis went and grabbed her and uh you know pulled her back and stuff so that was a good one yeah um are we at divorce court now?
1: I think we are. That that okay. was the, actually the that was actually the end of the whole patches earning okay. scenes. So, now she's going to divorce court.
0: Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we're at divorce court. For some reason she decided to bring all of the girls. Yeah. So she shows not up not a good decision. Yeah, not a good decision at all. So she shows up at divorce court. All the girls and her are wearing ridiculous clothes, and she apologizes to you know, um, the judge for being late. She's like, We were describing the fall fashions to the blind, and she's like, One of the men, you know, said he could feel the colors, <laughs> whatever that all means. this other stuff. And I love it because, um, uh, Freddie's like, Oh, come on, you know, yeah, and he's like, S B S. BS, yeah, and so she, she. Um, basically, charms the judge into like letting the kids stay. Oh yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, you know, it's like, well, I guess it's okay. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Um, so she she tells them that um, that they will actually have a uh, a hearing in like six weeks. Yeah. Well, this is where Phyllis gets the bomb dropped on her that uh, his uh, uh, Freddie's lawyer is talking about. Um, you know, that my client uh, would actually like to do this faster because he's looking at getting remarried, you know, soon. And not only her, but her daughter. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that, you know, yeah, they want to get this divorce quick so that he can turn around and remarry somebody else, you know, meaning this Lisa chick. Yeah. And uh, they show, you know, they show uh, them exiting and She's like, you know, until this moment I thought maybe, you know, maybe we still had a chance.
1: Right.
0: And uh you know, it kind of ends, you know, with that and uh you see Annie taking another picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of evidence that's going to be. Yeah. Cuz well, well, I guess it is a little inappropriate.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Cuz yeah, you just that's that's not a
0: Yeah, it's place not something for kids. kids, yeah. Um, and they show her, and I love it because she's designed this patch, and she's like, divorce court patch. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's,
1: it's a house that's like broken in half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, it's going to be followed by a remarried to, you know, somebody even better patch. <laughs> so, let's see.
1: Well, after that, they have the their next uh, troop meeting, and she's congratulating oh, all the kids about okay. their new patches.
0: Yeah, so... Okay. Yeah. They're, you know, they've got the next troop meeting. Yeah. And like she said that they earned, I think 32 patches, 36, 36 patches in three weeks. Oh yeah. And you know, they're all excited. And Annie was talking about how unbelievable it was. And they're like, so when do we get the patches? And she was talking about, you know, you'll get your patches at the patches ceremony and it's. Going to be this thing that I'm doing, you know, on a yacht. (laughs) Of
1: course, over the top as always.
0: Yeah, over the top. And she mentions that, you know, that uh, the patches will be 750. Yeah, you know, that's
1: a lot of freaking money. It's a lot of money. freaking
0: money. And poor, and that's just it. Um, you see Emily, who her dad was the one who, you know, is the out-of-work a- actor. Right. Where she, you know, stands up. She's like, I'm not going. She's like, it's stupid. And she runs off, and um, Phyllis is asking, well, you know, kind of like, what's that all about? And they're like, well, it's the 750, because she doesn't have it. Yeah. And so Phyllis takes off after her, and finally tracks her down, and... You know, tells her to stop. And so Phyllis tells her this story about how, you know, um, basically she got her credit card cut in half. Yeah. And, you know, how embarrassing it was. She's like, you know, everybody, you know, kind of goes through this. You know, the important thing is having friends. And this is where um, her friend, the one who takes the bribes from her dad all the time, Shows up, you know, especially friends with money, and she gives her the money for the patches. Oh,
1: that's who showed up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was Phyllis's daughter that no. showed up for some reason.
0: That, the two girls do kind of look a little bit alike.
1: Yeah, but okay. um,
0: yeah, no, it was the girl that yeah. Well, that always, makes sense. Yeah, that always because if the those money. patches
1: are like seven hundred fifty bucks, right? Then that's insane. It
0: is insane. If I'm
1: a parent. and I find that out about the patches that my daughter just earned. I'm like. Shh. Yeah, you're I mean, gonna find just something something different mm-hmm. to be a part of,
0: right? And so uh, the next scene is everybody's having a blast on the yacht. Yep, and uh, um, we see. Let's see, Phyllis is adding alcohol. She's adding some wine to. I don't even know what the hell it is. What but was it? The hobo stew? Or yeah, Annie called it
1: hobo stew. I don't really know what. Oh, that is. I don't know is. what that
0: is either. But Annie starts taking pictures of that, yeah. (laughs) And um, they start doing uh, the presentations uh, for each of the girls, and like um, the special patches, I guess, that they earned, you know, individually, yeah. And um, so, you know, they get to Hannah, the daughter, Mm -hmm. and uh, of course, uh, Freddie is there as well as his fiance Lisa, and uh, you know, she's talking about how, you know, oh, you know, I'm so proud. Well, she was standing in between her parents and she ducked down cuz they were each going to kiss her on the cheek. Right. And she ducks down and they ended up kissing each other and that's when Lisa, you know, freaks out and is like, "No, Fred," and he accidentally knocks her off the boat. Yeah. Um and so she's I love <laughs> that part because I love that
1: part. She's like, "Lifesaver, lifesaver," you yeah. know. And, and
0: And Phyllis is like, oh, no problem. And then she runs over (laughs) and she's like, I've got butterscotch and wintergreen. And she's like, poor girl, still flailing. And she's like, oh, you know, she'll be fine. Silicone is buoyant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah. I like that part.
0: So, um, let's see. After that.
1: Well, after that, um, the, (laughs) I call her the Nazi chick. Nice. The uh, Velda. She's given the photo presentation (gasps) of all of her evidence against Phyllis now. Yeah,
0: she's, she's giving, you know, she's talking about how, you know, uh, like one picture is talking about bribery because on the boat, once again, the dad gave the girls some money, Yeah, you know, for doing, for, you know, being there.
1: Which that's not bribery on Phyllis's part. That's bribery on the parents' part. Right. Yeah.
0: But she showed her, you know, um, the alcohol, you know, pouring the alcohol and stuff in there. Just, you know, a couple of of the different pictures. Right. And she, you know, is telling the head lady, you know, that this, you know, that basically this woman needs to go.
1: Yeah. Um, Knock her out on her ass is what she said.
0: We need to knock her out on her ass. (laughs) And, you know... Oh, and, by, and she tells Velda, you know, oh, I think she can stay for a while. Yeah. That kind of thing. And, oh, by the way, Velda, you know, we don't toss people out on their butts is what she tells them. <laughs> yes. And so uh, now Velda is taking it a whole other step and she's telling Annie, you're going to move in with her. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, what are you talking about? And. Velda's like, her her constant threat to Annie is that she's going to have to go back to Kmart and sell yarn balls. Yes. And so that's what she tells her again. She's like, oh, blue light special, you know, yeah. aisle 13. Yeah,
1: you're doing this or else.
0: Right. And so Annie is over there um, and she, you know, makes up the story that the fumigator, you know, um, is saying that I won't be able to move back into my apartment for a few weeks. Yeah. You know, can I stay here basically? And of course, Phyllis Lutzer, you know? Um, and so I think we're at, uh, Chica's, uh, birthday party, I believe. Where?
1: Yes. Well, yeah. um, I'm sorry. Um, I was looking at something there. Yeah. Next we're at the, uh, well, not the birthday party. I'm sorry chica just kind of shows up yeah they're, the they're upstairs yeah. Uh,
0: talking and you know she offers the oh yeah Annie you can stay and uh, the maid shows up and she mentions that chica's downstairs and that she's really upset and Phyllis is like chica upset she's like how can you even tell <laughs> yeah, she goes she down such a there. Personality. yeah so she goes down there and you know chica you can tell is a little emotional. And she, you know, is talking about how, oh, this is stupid. I shouldn't have come. And Phyllis is like, well, she's like, you know, at least let me call your parents to come get you. Yeah. And she's like, well, my parents are in Monte Carlo. And Phyllis is like, well, I guess it'll be a while before they get here. And she's (laughs) like, you know, they they didn't realize that they wouldn't be here for my birthday. Yeah. And that's when she starts to cry. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. And, you know, um, they decide... uh, they decide, uh, you know, to surprise her real quick,
1: right? Which then, they throw together this kind of like birthday dinner. It looks almost to me like a giant, like maybe enchilada or chimichanga see, or something.
0: And that's just it. It's I like thought. I didn't know if that's what it was or if it was like a lasagna or something. Could have been that
1: too. I mean, you
0: it could definitely tell, wasn't a cake. No, I mean, you could tell it was just deaf It was you know obviously very last minute, but it was really sweet. Oh you yeah, you know and they put the candles on there. Yeah. And, um you know saying happy birthday to her stuff and stuff and um let's see here
1: in the next scene they uh they're actually uh doing the oh they're doing a cookie rally next i'm sorry not cookie rally, but they're getting, they're distributing oh. the boxes of cookies to the different troops.
0: Right. So and they can so go out
1: and sell, this sell is,
0: them. This is, this is like Velda's like favorite day ever. Yeah. She's
1: got like a megaphone and everything.
0: Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, um, Phyllis of course, again, interrupts her as she's about to start. Right. And she tells her, you know, oh, you know, my girls have, you know, gotten oodles of patches in record time. And, uh. This is where Velda basically tells her, you know, oh, I know all about those patches, yeah, and she knows like a lot of them are not like legit, yeah, and but it kind of
1: got the girls out and it did; it got their confidence and stuff, and they earned something. It was good for them,
0: yeah. But Velda, of course, doesn't see it that way. Yeah, she's
1: kind of a biatch.
0: She, Oh, for sure she's a bitch.
1: <laughs> but
0: um, she tells uh, she tells Phyllis that by the end of the day that they need to turn those in.
1: Yeah, she says that in front of Everybody. all the scouts. All, not just yeah. the Beverly Hills troop. Right. Every one of them.
0: Yep. And so... Um, let's see you have to sell a thousand at least a thousand boxes of cookies in order to join the jamboree
1: that's right that's right that's what gets you into it
0: right and so she starts asking all the different troops how many boxes that you know they want so they can sell them and um phyllis you know basically tells them about the patches real quick how you know they all start giving up their patches they're like you know uh basically we you know we don't need any patches yeah you know that kind of stuff i i don't need patches you know to be a real wilderness girl type of thing <laughs>
1: and rosa and, is it the, yeah uh, rosa, the main <laughs> she makes the you know cheech and chong joke you know yeah. patches we don't need <sighs> no stinking patches
0: right and so you know how many boxes are we gonna sell and so you know phyllis is like well you didn't call beverly hills and uh, Vel Velma or Velda or whatever was like Beverly Hills and they're yeah. like two thousand boxes. That's right. how much they're they're gonna try and sell.
1: Which they said that right after um there was one troop that the said Red they Feathers. only wanted forty two boxes.
0: Yeah, one of the and one then, of the troops uh, had forty two. Yeah, and then the Red Feathers said one thousand.
1: Right. And you so know. That's why. And so Beverly Hills is like, well, we'll one up you. Yeah, we'll sell two thousand boxes.
0: Um, and so the next scene is the girls are going, trying to go door to door, um, you know, to sell them. And first is a random woman who, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I already bought some, um, you know, with the, from the girls with the red feathers in their hat, you know, sorry. Next one.
1: (laughs) I like that one. I love it.
0: I love it because you were like, is he a basketball player? Yeah, I recognized
1: him, but I couldn't figure out, I couldn't remember his name. I just knew who he was. It was
0: Kareem (laughs) Abdul-Jabbar, opens the door. I thought that was kind of cool. And he actually had a cookie in his hand. (laughs) So they're like, oh, you know, would you like to buy some cookies? It's for a good cause. And they're like, he's like, I would, but I just bought some from your friends. Yeah. And they're like, our friends. And he's like, yeah, you know, the ones with the red feathers in their hat? Yeah. He's like, sorry. And then that's whenever they realize... You know that the red feathers um, have basically taken over like their area, right? And are selling all these boxes, and so now they're trying to figure out, you know, where can they go uh, to start selling all these cookies? Yeah. And so I think this is where they have the meeting at the house.
1: Well, actually, Actually, they do, and then but actually, Annie kind of has a change of heart at that time. That's true,
0: right? So Annie points out she's like that. There's one person, you know, because. Phyllis was talking about how, like, the, you know, they ruined it for the girls. Why would they do that? Yeah, why would they do that? And um, Annie is talking about how, well, there's one person in particular where winning is the only thing that matters. Right. And then after that scene, you see her and she takes, you know, the camera, the book, and then, like, the notebook for the wilderness girls and she throws it away. Yeah. Like you said, she had a change of heart. Once uh, she realizes, you know, how shitty of a person Belda is and that Phyllis is a good person. Exactly. And so... She does uh, things a
1: little unconventional, but she gets the job done. Yeah. You know, yeah. I
0: mean, and she's, you know, a good person. So exactly. it's like, why not? You know, at least she's not a dick.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, and now we've got, you know, this big meeting going on at Phyllis's house where she's got all the parents. Right. And I love it because she... She's got all the parents, and one of the parents is like, look, if all you're trying to do is sell 2,000 boxes of cookies, why don't we just buy them for yeah, you? Yeah, which is
1: a good point. It is. But...
0: But Phyllis also makes another good point. Yeah. Which is that, you know, the girls need to get out, and they need to, you know, be among the community, and, you know, that kind of stuff. They, they need were, to like
1: get out there and put themselves out there and learn to sell. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just a life lesson sort of thing.
0: Right. And so she mentions that... And then, uh, Freddie, you know, comes back with Hannah. Right. And, you know, he's dropping off the, the daughter and stuff like that. And Phyllis is kind of, you know, saying like, oh, you know, why don't you stay, you know, for this meeting and stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got his bitch, you know, fiance honking Oh yeah, he hadn't been the whole in the house time. but
1: like one minute yeah, basically. Yeah,
0: Exactly. And so, yeah, she, uh, you know, she's like, well, why don't you say, because, you know, it would mean a lot to Hannah if you were here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, I, I can't, that kind of stuff. And um, he goes back out to the car uh, after all the honking has been going on. <laughs> and she, you Jeez. know, she makes the, uh, Lisa makes the joke about, oh, you know, I thought that you changed your mind and moved back back in. Right. And he, you yeah. know. Was like, no, he's like, you know, she just wanted me to stay for this meeting, for Hannah's troop meeting. Yeah. And uh, he accidentally says, um, you know, she'll always be my wife. Right. And Lisa hears that. And, like, right after he said, she'll always be my wife, um, then he corrected himself and said, she'll always be my daughter.
1: Right. But he kind of... (laughs) Pretended like he never said the first right.
0: Part. He, he's like no she,
1: no I didn't say that uh, I I said she'll always be my daughter.
0: And then she's like no you said she'll always be you know yeah be your wife yeah. And he's like well you know I didn't I didn't mean that yeah you know I I made a mistake is what he said. And then she's like yeah well that makes two of us. And then she drives off yeah. And um, this is where. Uh, Phyllis has, you know, kind of lays out the idea of, you know, okay, this is the area where we're gonna be, right? And this is where we get it's cookie time, <laughs> cookie time. Yeah, they cook the time. next day where they're
1: having their. Uh, well, their first like, rally.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you know a concert. They've got yeah. all the girls <laughs> are singing and dancing, and one
1: girl's got a Tina Turner wig mm-hmm.
0: on. <laughs> And, I mean, she's a good singer.
1: Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: that girl can sing for sure. And they're just singing along, you know. And um, sure enough, they're selling cookies like oh, yeah. crazy. And Donna you know. Bills
1: are raining from the yeah. sky.
0: And so they, yeah. they that's the first rally that they do. Uh, the next is they stop outside of a Jane Fonda workout place. And some of the women are going past.
1: Actually, they huh? do do that. But actually, next, they, uh, they're they um, at an upscale restaurant. And oh. the girls are walking through, kind of masquerading, I guess, as like Cigars old-timey cigarette, cigarette, cigarette girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Selling cookies on trays and stuff.
0: Yeah, and so you see them doing that. And then they're outside of this Jane Fonda gym place.
1: Yeah, selling. That's that's the genius part, right? I think. I exactly. mean, because I would buy the cookies then. and would be like, I'm
0: exactly. just going to go in
1: the gym, try to work it off anyway. Might as well get some right. cookies.
0: And then uh, after that, we've got, uh, what's his name? Robin Leach.
1: Oh, um... What? Between there and there, there's actually the, the erotic author, that lady... Oh, yeah. ...that writes the erotic right. novels and her daughter at, right. at a book signing together. Yeah,
0: they're at... Well, the one girl's doing a cookie signing. Yeah,
1: cookie signing, but really she's just selling cookies.
0: Yeah, so she's... <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, the one uh dirty author, yeah, she's signing her books... And the daughter that's on TV is signing these cookie boxes, selling these cookies. Right. And then, okay, I'm sorry.
1: No, no, I'm sorry about that. No, you're
0: good. And then, so now we've got the fashion show.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we've got
0: Robin Leach is the announcer.
1: Yeah, my, my reaction was like, holy cow, Robin Leach. I know, right? And the hair was... That it, was interesting. It was. I didn't realize Robin Leach ever had hair like that.
0: Yeah. And he's talking <laughs> about how the wilderness craze, you know, that um, you've, you've got like Pia Zadora, you've got right. Dr. Joyce brothers, and then Phyllis shows up as like the last, you know. Right. Kind of
1: modeling all these new fashions yeah. and whatnot.
0: And so, um, yeah, so she, you know, shows off her fashion and I love it. He's like... It's, uh, what what did he say? Cookie dreams. Yeah. He said, um, um,
1: uh, he said.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. But yet during while they're doing the fashion show, in the meantime, the girls are in the audience selling
0: cookies. Right. Um. (coughs) Excuse me. And so next we've got, uh, Phyllis is calling Velda. And she's like, you know, um, she's like, well, she's like, we didn't sell a thousand cookies. And Velda, of course, gets a smug look on her face. She's like, I knew it. And she's like, we sold, you know, 4,000.
1: Yeah, it was an odd number. It was. But it was definitely 4,000. Yeah, it
0: was like 4,000 something uh, cookies. And she was talking about how uh, uh, Chica's parents, you know, were having a, a... uh, party or whatever right. to celebrate it, and you know, I, I'd love for you to come. You know, right. so we can like give a, you the check.
1: Yeah, like a guest of honor sort of thing. Right. it's like it's a black tie affair.
0: Yeah, yeah, black tie affair. That's for sure. <laughs> it's very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um. And so that's just it. So we're at the, uh, you know, we're we're now at the party. Right. And again, with these fashions, dude, I don't get it.
1: Oh yeah, my favorite was actually what's. uh Annie's. Annie's, what she was wearing looked like some sort of electrical tape. Yeah. Nightmare sort of.
0: Right. And pretty in so, pink
1: thing or something. Yeah.
0: So Phyllis was there. Um, and uh, Annie shows up and, you know, she's like, oh, you know, wow, that kind of stuff. And um, she was talking about how Hannah did her makeup and they raided Phyllis's closet. You know, hopefully that was okay. And <laughs> I love it because what's her name taps this guy on the shoulder turned out
1: to be Cheech Marin yeah and he's, <laughs> she
0: introduces her you know oh, this is Annie Herman and he's like you know boing yo, yo, yoing. <laughs> yeah. you know and so they go off to dance yeah and um at some point Freddie shows up and uh yeah you know he he tells you know they start to dance a little bit
1: yeah he's kind of given mixed messages and yeah, stuff he's like sure. I'd really love to speak to you you know I've noticed you've grown so much over right. this past couple of months Right. It almost sounds like he wants to reconcile yeah, or something. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And then um let's see Velda shows up and uh, uh Phyllis is giving like this like little speech when all Velda wants is the check. She's right. over it. It's like whatever. Yeah. So, you know, Velda snaps up the check and then takes off.
1: Oh, she yeah, she got pissed. She got pissed off when Jimber uh Uh, Phyllis made the announcement that they'd be joining the jamboree.
0: That's right, jamboree. Jamboree. I'm
1: sorry, not jamboree.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, so Velda snags a check and takes off. And everybody's dancing and having a good time. And so now Freddie and her are talking. And she's almost thinking that he wants, like you said, mixed messages. She right. thinks that he is going to ask about getting back together right. when he actually asks for um, uh, 50-50 custody of their daughter.
1: Yeah, he kind of, he opened up that conversation a little yeah. strangely. the way, Where he was going with that made me also think that he's looking to reconcile right. or something. And then he just drops the bomb of, I want 50-50 custody of... Right. Of, uh, um, I, I forgot their daughter's Hannah. name. Hannah. Yeah. Which, you know, it pisses her off.
0: Yeah. Well, and she gets... So she actually throws, like, champagne in yeah. his face and she's yeah. like, goodbye. she gets up to
1: storm off and, like, walks right into the pool. Right
0: into the pool. <laughs> and then she freaks out and says that she's drowning when all she had to do was stand oh, up. Oh, yeah, the
1: pool's, like, waist deep. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: yeah. So she finally realizes and stands up and walks out. And everybody, everybody, of course everybody's staring. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a big scene. Yeah. And Craig, Craig and T. Nelson's character's like, oh, we're going through a divorce. And, and everyone's they're all like, like oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, Makes sense.
0: Yeah, and that's how the party ends. <laughs> um, let's see from there. The next
1: day, um, uh, Phyllis is, she, she walks into her daughter's bedroom
0: oh, and tells right.
1: her, that she ruined her daughter's favorite yellow sweater. Yeah. because <laughs> Really her, ruined it. Her
0: daughter is, you know, packing up to go to her dad's for the yeah, weekend. Yeah, for
1: the first, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, Phyllis comes in and it used to be a yellow sweater and now it's not.
1: Yeah, it was blue with white blotches. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do that to a yeah. yellow sweater.
0: Well, and Hannah basically tells her, you know, you know, oh, there's plenty of frozen, um, there's frozen food, you know, take care of yourself. and Yeah. You know, she's... Like an adult
1: to, talking to a yeah, child.
0: exactly. Only
1: the roles are reversed.
0: Right. Well, and this is where I'm pretty sure Avion was probably a sponsor or something for this movie. Oh, for sure. Because you, that's, yeah. you see her, she's going through a depression with the daughter not being there. Right. And there's Avion bottles everywhere, which I guess at least is better than alcohol. But yeah, there's Avion bottles all over her room. And her friend, the one who writes the dirty books, shows up and she's like, you know, here's, you know, something from the family court, you know. Right. And uh, we need to get you out. Yeah. We need to get you out of here. And, uh, you know, let's go shopping or do something. And she's like, I lost my will to shop. And she goes.
1: <laughs> she's like, that's not funny.
0: Yeah. She's like, that's not funny. You don't say that. <laughs> and so um, I don't really remember what gets her out of the funk, though.
1: Um, it's actually, um, oh, we skipped over one part here. It really doesn't, it's kind of a minor part, though. Okay. In between, uh, in between her breakdown, where she's kind of drowning her sorrows in Avion water, (laughs) the, uh, Velda comes over to intimidate Phyllis. Oh, that's right. That's what made her You know, telling her, you know, you're not, you're not good enough to lead these girls into Into the the wilderness wilderness, and this, that, and the other.
0: Right. That's what kind of caused her depression. Yeah. And that's just it. I think... It's like the next day, and she tells the girls that...
1: Right, after all that happened, she's mm-hmm. kind of telling the troop that she's she's, she's quitting. Yeah. She doesn't feel she's capable of leading them into, into the, wilderness, the wilderness, into the jamboree, yep. jamboree and stuff.
0: Yeah, and then that's whenever they, you know, tell them... You know, she. They basically tell her, you know, we're not scared, you know, we're right. going to do it. Because the girl,
1: with all the... She's kind of... She's done the patches and she's done a lot of the other stuff. Kind of unconventional, some right. of it the wrong way, but they've actually gained new confidence. Yeah. And, and that's they're what they not tell her quite too. the same girls they used to be now. Right,
0: and that's what they basically tell her yeah. too. And so, you know, um they show Velda and it's the day of the jamboree and
1: uh yeah, she's Kind She's, of rallying the troops, more or less. Yeah. Getting she, them ready.
0: Well, she basically says, you know, our Beverly Hills sisters have decided not to compete, is what she says. Right. She's like, so, you know. Um,
1: She's telling all the troops, like, your paths are marked with the with the colored flags of right. the armbands that you're wearing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, excuse me. All of a sudden, you see the two cars pull up. All the <laughs> yeah. girls are cheering, you know. Yeah. and They decide, you know, they they're gonna obviously compete, right? And I love it because uh, um, Velda, all of a sudden, is like one, two, three, go, and she, <laughs> she just
1: shoots into the air.
0: She shoots into the air and it kills a bird. Yeah,
1: it's definitely not a, <laughs> it's supposed to be a starter pistol. Yeah, it should that's be. obviously not a starter pistol,
0: right? And so the <laughs> other, all the other people start taking off. Yeah. And so, you know, they run over there, and um, they start, you know, putting on, like, their armbands, including Annie was about to participate. Right, but
1: it turns out, since she's not, like, an official leader of the troop, she can't. She
0: can't. And then on top of that, Velda said that she was fired.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: That, you know... Yeah, so she was fired, so she can't, you know, join uh, Phyllis and the other girls out there. That's right, yeah. Because now Phyllis is definitely thinking that they're screwed, because... Oh, yeah,
1: she's you know. on her own. She yeah. doesn't know how to read a compass, she doesn't know how to read a map. Map, all that you know. kind of stuff. And so Phyllis is trying to give her the, uh, kind of a crash course.
0: You mean Annie?
1: Uh, Annie. Yeah. Phyllis... Annie, tomato, tomato. Yeah. But but yeah, she's trying to give her a crash course as they're leaving and hands her a radio. If you need to get a hold of me, call me on this and I'll help you.
0: Right. And so they they take off and, you know, they're excited. They see like their first blue flag. Oh, yeah. They start heading off in that direction. Well... I, what they didn't know is one of the is that the Red Fellers actually switched the flag. Yeah,
1: friggin' jerks. Yeah, it's like if these girls get mauled by a bear out in the woods, right. it's on you. You know that, right?
0: Exactly. And so, yeah, they're, they find themselves actually stuck in a swamp. Yeah, and you can hear a snake. And um, Phyllis, you know, calls Annie and she's like, hey, do rattlesnakes, um, you know, like live in the water? Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, you know, they hate water. Which is, of course, false. Yeah, it's false. Anyway, (laughs) she's like, oh, okay, good. And that's whenever Annie is like, well, water moccasins do, though.
1: Oh, yeah, they definitely do that, though.
0: Yeah. She's like, they, you know... They just don't make any noise when they strike, and then that's whenever all the girls scream and run out of right. the. Uh, well,
1: they actually saw a snake slithering yeah. across, which wasn't a water moccasin. It I've wasn't. seen them before. Right, definitely wasn't a rattlesnake though. Either no. I don't know what kind of snake it was. No,
0: but it's, snakes scare the it shit out of I me. I would have ran too.
1: I'm like with snakes, yeah. spiders, cockroaches, most every insect. Yeah, my philosophy is the same. The only good one is a dead one.
0: Exactly. And so, yeah, they take off running. And so I think, for the most part, it's just them, um, you know, going through the woods and stuff like that. And still trying to find the flags. And then it gets to a point where one of the girls comes across a uh, skunk. Yeah. And so she starts running. Yeah. And she, you know, all the other girls start running. And then... (laughs) That's whenever Phyllis sees it, and so they're all running, and this is like the first half of the Jamboree. There's a second half that's supposed to be the next day. So they're running, and um, they're, uh, let's see, Velda is at the finish line. Yeah, she's Um, kind of watching. She's watching, and they're they're doing, they're going to be timing them. Right. And so she sees the Red Fathers, and she's all excited, ah, here they come, you know, and they're... We're number one and they're you know and all of a sudden you see True Beverly Hills oh, yeah, screaming, screaming and they're coming the from they're coming from the side screaming <laughs> and Velda actually tries to stop them. Oh, She's yeah. like, Oh no you don't Frigant you know interfering little jerk Yeah. And so, you know, sure enough, True Beverly Hills made it across. And that's whenever Velda sees the skunk. Yeah, she picks it up. She picks it up. Yeah, you're going to pay. And then the next scene is she's (laughs) literally wearing it on her head.
1: Yeah, it did pay. Yeah, it paid dearly. It
0: did. And so they're going over the times and stuff. And sure enough, the Red Feather time and the uh, True Beverly Hills time were really close. Yeah. And this is where Velda tells the troop leader of. of the red feathers that you're, you're going to be too sick tomorrow to, uh, to lead. And she's like, I am. And so they, the, it's the next morning.
1: And sure enough, sure
0: enough, you know, you've got that troop leader. She's in the back of a Jeep. Yeah. And Velda is like, you know, Oh, you know, uh, so-and-so, you know, can't compete. So I'll be taking over, uh, for the red feathers. And everybody started moaning because like, uh, Hannah was saying she's like well that's not fair though she marked off the course
1: oh yeah she knows all the shortcuts yeah
0: she knows all the shortcuts and everything so you know once again everybody heads into the woods oh yeah and it's the same you know basically the same kind of thing Yeah. um <coughs> I want to say the next like big scene is the bridge scene
1: yeah well also yeah whenever the troop Beverly Hills is hiking through the forest that's mm-hmm. the first time with the famous chant
0: Oh, their little Beverly Hills, what a thrill. <laughs> Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Shopping is our greatest skill. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> kind of a small thing. It but, is. you know, it's,
0: it's funny. kind of
1: iconic for the movie. It is. And then they come across that rope bridge and stuff.
0: Right. Well, first we see Velda, who oh, actually cuts right. the rope bridge. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Bridge. Yeah. And, um, you know, takes off yep. and the girls show up there and this is where Phyllis, you know, loses it and I get it. Oh, I mean, for sure. You know, so. Yeah.
1: Excuse me. She Got on there.
0: she, you know, is just like, you know, just once I wanted to go the distance, yeah. you know, it's, it's not fair, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Hannah notices this big ass log going across the ravine. And she goes over to it, she's like, you know, I can cross, I can get across, and then we can tie the bridge, and then that way everybody can get across. Yeah. And um, Phyllis is like, you know, it's really dangerous, and she's like, only an idiot would ever do that. And she's like, I'll do it. And so, she gets started (laughs) across... And the daughter actually gets up there after.
1: Right, because like Phyllis loses her balance and she falls.
0: Well, she doesn't fall off or anything. No, no, no. She
1: falls on top of the log. Yeah.
0: And so Hannah goes out to help her. And she somehow gets her foot kind of like, I guess, stuck or something like that. Yeah. And so Phyllis has to turn around. She goes back to get Hannah. And the whole time, she's kind of yelling at Hannah, like, next time, just listen to me and stay where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And so they're kind of fighting as they go across the log. And she's like, God, she's like, sometimes you remind me just of your dad, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And they've realized that they made it across and all the girls are excited. You know, we did it and that kind of stuff. And uh, I guess Velda was watching the entire time. Yeah, she
1: had her binoculars out. Yeah.
0: And so she's like, kind of like, screw this. She's like, I know a shortcut. Yeah. And so she starts taking the Red Feathers down the hill. And one of the <laughs> Red Feathers is like, you know, it might be dangerous. You know, this is for like hunters and trappers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's only dangerous if you don't know where you're going. Exactly. And she and falls right into a hill. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, into a hole. <laughs> and then she starts yelling. And um, you see the... The uh, girls have obviously made it across. They, you know, rigged it so that the the uh, bridge and stuff like that was usable. Yeah. And um, they're talking about how, you know, wouldn't it be crazy? Like, we didn't lose that much time. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if we actually, you know, could win? And Phyllis is talking about, well, she's like, we already have one. And they're like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you know, we didn't quit, you know. Um, so we're already winners. Right. Is what she says. Well... We, they You go back to uh, the Red Feathers, you know, determined that, yes, the uh, Velda's foot is broken. <laughs> and they are just like, screw it. And they yeah. just give her some water <laughs> and some food. And they and just p- leave her. Yeah, they even say, you're dead weight. And so <laughs> they start walking off. And that's whenever Velda starts yelling at her daughter. Yeah. You know, I was in labor, <laughs> labor with you for 17 hours. You know, she's like... I got connections, girls. I can get you into West Point. And then she screams out, you little bitches. <laughs> echoes
1: through and the echoes. whole forest.
0: And at that point, you know, um, Phyllis and the girls know. It's like, okay, that's Velda. Yeah. And sure enough, they come across her, you know, in this hole. Right. And Phyllis leaves it up to the girls, you know, do we help her? Or do we leave her behind? Yeah. At first,
1: they decide to actually leave yeah, her behind. Yeah, it was like
0: screw that,
1: <laughs> which I can't
0: really blame them yeah. too much for. Yeah, and not
1: having a lot of compassion Phyllis for her. Is,
0: Phyllis is kind of like, oh come on, you guys, you know, we took an oath or whatever. I'd be like, f that oath, I don't <laughs> care. But um, so what they do is they they take their backpacks and you know they've got. Um, yeah, they. Some kind of tie-type Yeah, they stuff.
1: form a makeshift, like, stretcher-type yeah. thing to kind of drag her across the... Yeah. And what I think is so messed up, they've taken all this time mm-hmm. to help her, and while they're dragging her through the forest back right. to safety, she is still... Being ...just insulting and putting yeah. the, girl- the girls, putting little children down. I
0: know. She's such a jerk. Exactly. And so... We've got, you know, that going on. Meanwhile, we've got Tessa's dad, the director, which I don't get this at all.
1: I don't... Yeah, he's, like, getting ready to shoot the big victory moment of his daughter... Yeah. ...exiting the forest and crossing the finish line. Yeah,
0: and he's like, I want a close-up on her face and all this other stuff. Well, we get the red feathers. Right, they're coming out of the forest first, of course. And it was kind of funny, because... Annie and then also the head lady were disappointed. Yeah. They were just like, oh, it's the red feathers. Yeah, And so, you know, they pretend and like clap and stuff. And so they cross and, um, you know, they start, the, the daughter starts giving like a little victory speech Yeah, and about then... how, you know, I'd like to say, you know, that the other troops gave us a real run for our money. She's like, but they didn't. Ugh. And she goes to grab the trophy and then real that's whenever winners. Right? And so that's whenever the uh, the lady was like, wait a second. She's like, where's your mother? And she's like, oh. She's like, I don't know. She's like, well, you, the only way you can win is if all of you guys cross the finish right, line. Right, so they're
1: disqualified. Right. Exactly. And so,
0: yeah, and so give me the trophy. And so they, they took the trophy and ran off with it. Yeah. And then this mm-hmm. is whenever True Beverly Hills comes, and they've got the stretcher and stuff. And, you know, they carry... <laughs> You know, they come across and they carry, you know, Velma.
1: I like what Annie says whenever they see them coming oh, by. Is and is that they're a like, dead animal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the troop, uh, the, the head lady, is like, oh, it's just Velda.
0: It's Velda, yeah.
1: And so, um,
0: yeah, they drag her across the finish line and everybody's cheering for them and excited. And um, that's whenever the lady makes the announcement that um, the other team was disqualified and that the winner is Troop Beverly Hills. Right. And so, you know, yay, everybody's cheering. Of course,
1: Velda loses no. it. No.
0: Velda stands up, and I don't know how, but somehow she's able to yeah, like, she's walk on Yeah, she's supposed to have butt. a broken ankle. <laughs> yeah.
1: She, she, she steps on that platform with the broken ankle, yeah. by the way. Very well.
0: Yeah. And so she actually, she gets up and um, she starts, I'm the only real wilderness girl. Ugh. And so she ends up calling the old lady an old bag. Yeah. You know? And then that's whenever the lady says, you're fired. Yeah. And so she, I think it's hilarious because the Zelvelda so takes off. She just like left her daughter, though, man. Like, yeah. The daughter didn't get in the car with her. She yeah, just she just took hops off. in the
1: Jeep and just drives <laughs> yeah. off.
0: And Basically, so, gives
1: a big middle finger to everybody in yeah. the whole group.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, the the lady, you know, is apologizing, like, I'm sorry we don't have a trophy for you because, you know, the other team took it or whatever. I'd be like, well, that's
1: fine. You can just go get it from the mm, other team and then give it to us.
0: Right. Well, because, you know, like they were saying, we already, you know, we don't need a trophy. We, you know, we already won. And, um, you know, like all the parents are... There, and they're surrounding, you know, all their kids. And oh, yeah, it's very a reconciliation moment. Yeah, know. and then this is the scene where um, Freddie is actually there. Yep. And, you know, of course, he hugs his daughter and says how proud he is, and um, he tells Phyllis that he's proud of her, too. Yeah. And this is, you know, he actually asks permission, like, can I he actually asked hannah's permission if he can kiss her
1: oh yeah that's and right so
0: you know she's like it's okay with me so they start kissing and you know that kind of stuff and she's all like right
1: in the world now. yeah
0: she's like you so, know i'm so glad you guys finally grew up and all this other stuff and um, that's how it
1: works out in real life yeah that's how it works <laughs> marriages Um, are healed in an instant (laughs) exactly all that all that stuff
0: that was said and done it's fine oh yeah don't worry about it it's fine it's not a big deal don't worry um (laughs) but yeah so um it ends (laughs) with them obviously they've made up They're kissing yep and uh it shows um that they you know that the girls and phyllis have like their picture taken that's kind of like The poster or whatever for the Wilderness Girls. Yes. That was part of the prize, I think, That's right. It was. So, you know, they they show that. And then they show Velma working at Kmart. And she's talking about how cookies, you know, uh, there's a special on cookies aisle, you know, whatever. That's
1: right. She's a Walmart checker.
0: No, Kmart.
1: Kmart checker. I'm sorry.
0: And so, that's how it ends. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway i yeah i've got some facts and stuff sweet i just gotta pull them up real quick um see do you know what you want to rate this or anything um
1: what are we going to use for the rating system
0: um let's see i'm not sure We'll get back to the rating. I've got my facts now. Oh, okay. Cool. So be thinking about what you want to use.
1: All right, I'll do that.
0: Okay, so the girl that played Chica, whenever we were watching this, you're like, she looks so much older than the other girls. You actually got
1: in my note here, you know, yeah. the, the Chica, the girl that looks like she could be 20.
0: Yeah. Well, in order to improve her chances of getting her part, uh, she lied about her age, claiming to be 14 when she was actually 16. After three weeks into the shoot, she divulged her real age to the to the director, by which time it was already too late to replace her. Oh. So, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, but John Crisfolusi, who created Ren and Stimpy, worked on the animation intro and specifically drew the Shelley Long character.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's right, because we made that, we, we talked about that.
0: Yeah. And I pointed that this was... out to you, but uh the red feather friend, that was actually played by Tori Spelling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you pointing that to me. It's like, oh yeah, that's a young Tori Spelling.
0: Yeah, and this was actually her film debut. Oh. Was this movie. Well, that's cool. Yep.
1: you yeah, going back to that Ren and Stimpy thing. Yeah. The the animation, that's it's so interesting to me how every animator, artist, whatever. Every one of them has their own style. Right. And you just can recognize it by what it is. Cause when we first saw that, what tipped me off was there was a part in the sequence where the girls were getting scared by some noises they heard.
0: Right. And yeah.
1: Shelly Long turns on a flashlight and there's it's just poodles.
0: Right. And, and that's, that's what were, tipped me off. It's yeah. like
1: the way those dogs' faces are drawn, yeah. and the way they're panting with their tongues out and everything. That's that's just
0: like Ren and Zimpy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, this was Betty Thomas's last role in a full uh, full length uh, feature film. She would later direct. She was the, she was the one that played Valda. Uh, oh, Betty Thomas okay. But she would go on to direct the Brady Bunch, uh, which starred Shelley Long six years later.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I
1: like that movie. That movie's so funny. I know <laughs> we'll
0: have to do that one, you know, yeah. eventually. Oh, if you were wondering uh, what the guy, the service boy, the room service boy, what he said in Spanish when he got, kicked I was out. wondering
1: that actually.
0: Yeah he he said dog breath. Oh, aliento de perro is apparently dog breath.
1: That's in that's Spanish. not an insult. Yeah. Come back with something more creative, something yeah. more, something more vulgar.
0: And I don't know if you caught on to this. So the gossip that Phyllis was talking about, how uh, Doctor So and So is having an affair with So and So in yeah. at the beginning,
1: was that the doctor of that one daughter? Yep. Nice. Yep. That was, <laughs> which
0: would explain why he, with him bribing her to be like at that meeting and stuff, it probably. Oh. Freed up his time to go mess around. That's right,
1: because during that time he was talking about these different, uh, excuse me, these different um, uh, appointments he had. Yep. So. So maybe he was. One of those appointments was his little squeeze. Mm
0: -hmm. So yep. Uh, So apparently, 1989, like there was a couple of movies that had animated title sequences. So there was that one. And there was also a Christmas Vacation and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
1: Oh. It's been so long since I've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our doggos are going crazy.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Ren and Stimpy was made, like, two years later. Oh, that's really
1: not that long. mm I, For some reason, I was thinking Ren and Stimpy was more like a mid-90s thing.
0: No, it was like 91. Oh. Yeah. So, but that's all I've got for, uh, f- for facts. Cool. So. Well, that's
1: good. Yep. Um, I haven't been thinking about what I wanted to rate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to use, uh, um, broken nails, broken ankles. That works. Canary diamonds.
0: <laughs> canary diamonds.
1: <laughs> which is what the diamond was that that, yeah. one that was appraising <laughs> it was a canary diamond, whatever it right. is.
0: We can use broken ankles.
1: (laughs) All right. Back to the broken limbs. I know, right? Just like in Whitewater Summer. Yep. (laughs) So,
0: for nostalgia alone, I'm giving it a five. Yeah. I
1: I think I'll give it. You know what? It actually kind of holds up still. I know, right? I I think I'll give it a three. Okay. I mean, it's not a movie that I just kind of like immediately gravitate to. Right. But it actually it holds up. Yeah. It's it's not a bad movie.
0: Yeah. It's I feel like I said nostalgia and stuff like that. It's, you know, still holds up. Yeah. So that's kind of the end for our camping movies for the month of August. So yep. For September, we're going to be doing uh, back-to-school type movies. Yes. And uh, what better movie than <laughs> to actually do back-to-school yes. uh, with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yes. So That's, that's going to be we're, good. I know. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. I like that movie. Yep. So.
1: S- so inappropriate. It is. I love it, though. So much inappropriate humor.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess that's basically it for this week. Yep. So. Alright, well, I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. Alright, bye guys.
1: Bye.